You're about to listen to a message by Pastor Ikenna Okeke of the Father's Church. This message will challenge, encourage, and propel you to fulfill your purpose and live that life that God originally designed for you as revealed in His Word. Be blessed as you listen. Praise the Lord. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you for taking us back to the core of what we are learning. It's love at the end of the day that we're talking about, okay? And the story we looked at on Sunday was to help us see the practical illustration. They didn't tell us here that Jesus, because of love for the Father, now didn't have appetite again. But that is what we see because love for the Father and for the Father's work okay and obedience to the father as he loved on the father he got satisfaction he got fulfillment okay and remember we started by asking you know saying that what you're enjoying okay whatever you're enjoying is either blessing you or we said that what you're enjoying is either blessing you or cursing you didn't we say that what you're enjoying is either blessing you or cursing you. Then we got round to agree that I love some things because I enjoy those things, right? So love and enjoy are synonymous, okay? So what I love, I enjoy. What I enjoy, I love, okay? Now, what I enjoy satisfies me, isn't it? So we saw now from that the correlation how Jesus can be satisfied without eating food. Why? Because he loves the Father. He enjoys pleasing the Father. And when he pleased the Father, he got what? Satisfied. That's where we're going. So that you and I can, you know, can be in a situation like our brother said now. He, I don't know what the temptation was, but you can be in a situation where someone provokes you and someone annoys you and the response is being demanded of you. But you overlook that provocation. And then you go home satisfied. Why? Because you have overcome evil with good. Praise God. That's where we're going. So you, we rise up. And instead of remaining chickens, we become eagles. Okay? Chicken and eagle, they're cousins. They have feathers, Abby. They have big. They have two legs. They're cousins. They have wings and they, they basically the same, you know, physiological makeup. But whereas chicken feeds on worms, eagles feed on what? <laughs> That's a nice one. You know, whereas chickens, you know, they are going around on the ground, eagles saw. So you can, our lives are basically the same. You can decide to live a low life. But what we are being called to, because in Nigeria today, what is going to make the difference for you and I is that we are sustained by a superior diet where you're pursuing the will of God and being satisfied truly by the will of God, not by compulsion. Praise God. We are still going to continue that because the lesson we are learning is to the conclusion that I, we love the right things because that's going to determine our destiny. And love... What you love, what we love, is too important. So we're going to get to that. One of the most important things that came out now, you know, is in the story we looked at now, both Jesus 
and the woman. They didn't drink the water again. The woman came to fetch water. She didn't fetch water. She went fetching men to come and hear the gospel. So she also got taken over by the superior nourishment. You don't come to fetch water to go back to the village. If she was going back to the city or the village, she should have carried water. And then when she got back and drops the water, she'll tell the men, come and see you. But she left it. The point there is this. We are not just flesh. Remember, God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. So there are desires in you that are desires that are equal with the same desire dogs have, cats have, goats have. You can live your life pursuing those desires that are the same level as the animal. But you also have desires that are God-like. Praise the Lord. You can live your life pursuing those desires that are God-like. And that is what we find here. The woman now, instead of looking for water, went and started becoming an evangelist, calling men to come to the Savior. And both of them were satisfied. We didn't hear them eating or drinking anything anymore in that story. Why? Because they had been fed with superior nourishment. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, so I believe that the Spirit of God is helping us, okay? And like we ended on Sunday, we can't emphasize that enough. What you and I love is critical. And we said on Sunday that if the creator of the universe, God, the maker of all things, his user's manual for life, for me, for you, for all of us, is thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart. You can put that on screen for us, Matthew twenty-two thirty-nine. 38, 39, 40. Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. And you shall love your neighbor as yourself. If that is what the creator said to me, if you went to see your doctor and your doctor gave you an instruction, one, you say it's headache, he gives you one instruction. He says backache, he says stomach this, he says whatever, he gives you one. What will you do with that one? What will you do? You'll take it very seriously, Right? This is the one God said. Let me hear. Let's read it out, everybody. You shall love. Let's make it personal because it said to me, I shall love the Lord my God with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind. Say that is the first and great commandment. And the second one is what? I shall love my neighbor as myself. This is what he said. That if I get this right, everything falls into place. Brethren, church should be about getting us to love God like he said and loving our neighbor. Finito. Otito. If you get it, you got it. If you don't get this, you don't get anything. No matter the noise we make. And we'll be making a lot of noise. And we're not getting those two. That's why we're where we are. Okay? And if you're like me, who speaks to yourself? That's why... I had to ask, I say, how can I change what I love? How many have been asking that question? We began to have an answer on Sunday, okay? With the illustration of the man who admitted, who used to get drunk. When a man is sober and a man is drunk, there are two different men. A sober man's response, the same man, is different. Also, when he's drunk, is different. Now, the Bible says, do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled what? 
with the Holy Ghost. Let's look at that in, in Ephesians 5, 18 and 19. It says, do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, okay? 19. It says, speaking to one another in words, psalms and hymns. So, when I'm full of the Holy Ghost, it makes me, it makes me speak differently. It makes me make melody in my heart. So, I cannot be angry. I cannot lose my temper. What would be in my heart would be melody, melody. Towards my neighbor, towards God. Praise the Lord. Okay? So, it's the Holy Spirit is essential to what we are talking about. Okay? But somebody might say, Pastor, please, just can you make it more real? Because I ask myself, do I really enjoy this thing that I'm doing? Do you really enjoy it? Why are you here? Was it a consuming desire that I have to come? Like the psalmist, I was glad. When they said to me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Brethren, until we get to that point, we are not safe. Praise God. So, and prayer is ask and you shall receive. So, it's a prayer that we must continue to pray. On Sunday, so we looked at Mark eleven twenty-two 22 to 24. Have faith in God if you say to this mountain, right? And what I want you to continue, no matter how, you know, what we're able to talk tonight is continue to confess I will love the Lord with all my heart, with all my soul, okay? And then other loves that are there, say no rival throne will survive. Continue to kick them out of your life by speaking. Say, I will not love football more than I love God. Now, a lot of people comfortably, conveniently will tell you, Pastor, I'm joining online. The same people will travel from here to, you know, Australia. They go to, to watch match. Now, I said it on Sunday I watch football, but nothing will make... I won't even stand up to watch football. I won't even go to my neighbor's house to watch football. If it's not convenient, I won't watch it. That's how much my love... Now, also, church, for me to do service on a piece of phone, it has to be impossible for me to be there physically. So that dimensions of love. So somebody loves football so much that a football match he can watch on the television... He travels, exposes himself to crowd and all of that to pay to watch. But the same person will be comfortable watching praise and football. You don't play a part in it. You can't influence the VAR. You can't influence the linesman. You can't influence anything if you're watching football live. Am I right? You can't. Your noise won't even make a difference. Okay? So your noise won't even make a difference. But church that when you come into church, your prayer, like our sister said, can determine what the pastor does. When you come into church, you join the saints in praise and worship. The person you can encourage somebody, you minister to your brother, your brother ministers to you. That one you're comfortable online is a love problem. Are we getting it now? It's a love problem. So to do justice, we must look at how to change our love. And the question I want to ask us tonight with our time is this. The things you and I love. Now, how did we begin to love it? Did we start loving it first, then we started enjoying it? Or did we start enjoying it and then started loving it? Which one happened first? What you love? Did you begin enjoying it and then started loving it? Or did you start loving it and started enjoying it? You started loving it and started enjoying it. You started enjoying it and... Okay, so in your case, you're saying the enjoying, enjoying 
and then love. Okay, another person with a different this thing. Any other person? We're going somewhere. Praise God. What I want us to establish is this, okay? I want to love God. I want to love the Lord with all my heart, with all my soul. And I know that there are things that compete for that love, right? Are we together in this? Now, how do I get to the point where it's all my heart for God, all my soul for God, okay? Now, many years ago, I can't remember what meal that um, my wife was suggesting to me or something. She was, and she made a statement. She said, you will acquire the taste. How many of us are enjoying some food now that we were not enjoying before? Praise the Lord. What happened? You tasted it. But you learned that this is good for you. All right? When you learned that it was good for you, you persevered in eating it. As you continued eating it, you started enjoying it. Now you can ask for it and eat it, not because they told you it's medicine to your body, but you'll be telling people, ah, uh, coffee without sugar is good, though. It was not good to you when you started. Over time, your taste has come to record that this thing was is good, and then you started loving it. What happens first is acquaintance, encounter, acceptance. If you believe the word you've heard Sunday and today, you're already settled because you know that loving any other thing above God or not even above God, let's not use competing with the love of God is risky for you. When you truly hear this word and believe that the love of God is the safe place for you to be and you want to love God without what you're going to do is that you begin to make moves as you're making that move you're acquiring the taste you're getting acquainted the bible says of our lord jesus christ that he called the 12 that they might be with him he was teaching but he called some praise god and said that let these people be with him as they were with him what began to happen they began to get so acquainted, so intimate with him, so friendly with him, that they started loving him. So exposure, acquaintance, is what builds love. The devil will tell you, you love this thing, you're addicted to it. How did you get addicted to it? Can you be addicted to what you don't know? It's exposure, it's contact. Where there's no contact, there can be love. It's just like what they say, thank you that I'm remembering it. Uh, unmarried people, Freedom Fellowship, just wave your hand. Listen, what we agreed in the men's uh, fellowship on Sunday in my house is that people should marry one another. Stop all this posing, you're posing, you're wasting your time. Your husband and wife is by you. You people are posing for yourself. Listen, that person that you're seeing picture that you're speaking to once in a while is not as solid as the people you're seeing. It's scarcity that is making people find value outside. Eh? The person in Australia, or, uh, or even in another church, you know how it is. You look at, you are seeing the guy every time, and he's common. Let me tell you what the man said. The man said that on the wedding day, the sisters will be saying, I didn't know this guy was this cool. Oh. The brothers will be saying, I didn't know this sister was this beautiful. Don't say that. Know it now. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Abraham said, Go and marry from your sister. Praise the Lord. Mark 3, please. Mark 3, verse 14. Give us a message translation. Let's read it. It says, He settled on the 12 and designated them apostles. The plan was what? That's the plan. 
as you stay with the Lord, you will learn to love him. You will learn to enjoy him. It's not like prayer, you know. Prayer, there's nothing about prayer. As you pray, you get used to it. You begin to miss it. What you keep doing and keep doing, invariably, you begin to enjoy. When you begin to enjoy, then you, you now long for it. It's as simple as that. The first time, thank God I didn't continue. Nobody here became, started taking alcohol and liked it the first day, except you're not normal. Beer is not sweet. Gold is not sweet. Uh, whiskey is not sweet. None of them are sweet. But you take it and take it and take it. And then after some time, when you don't take it, your body is feeling somehow. Isn't that the way? The same way with God's presence. If you, some of us that are special guests at this midweek service, if you make it your habit, anywhere, is there, anywhere you are, your body will be making you feel like you're missing something. Do I have a witness here? That's the way. Those that are watching online, where you are, you can't on Monday without ever coming. Now want to decide. No, you have to bring your body. Let me show you a scripture. Very important. Because our time is so gone, but I believe the Holy Spirit is working already. Romans 6, please. 6.16. Let me show you what the Bible says. It says, do you not know that to whom you present yourself slaves to obey, you are that one slaves whom you obey. Whether of sin, what? Leading to death. Of obedience, leading to... What do you do? You present yourself. Wherever you present yourself, they will captivate you. Whatever you present yourself to. So some people are addicted to pornography. Why? Because you have put yourself there. And then it captivates you. So you can't do anything unless you see pornography. You were not born that way. Praise the Lord. Nobody was born captivated to anything. It is by presenting. It is what you present yourself to. It is what you bring yourself to. That's what holds you. If I don't come near you, can you hold me? To whomsoever. The Bible didn't say to the strong. It said to whomsoever. It said, do you not know that to whom you present here, whatever it is, even if it's weaker than you, once you have presented yourself to that thing, it will hold you. You become a slave to that thing. So the same way with what we're learning now, bring yourself to God. Let him be the one that will hold you. Somebody say amen. amen. Yes. 17 and 18. Can you give us that in the NLT, please? 16, 17, and 18 now. Okay, don't you realize that you become the slave of whatever you choose to obey? That's the way it works. Whatever it is. So from now on, I just want to love God with all my heart. So what do I do? I present myself. And then as I present myself, he captivates me. Praise the Lord, somebody. So what I love, I enjoy. And what I enjoy captivates me. What I enjoy, you can use the same word, enslaves me. So you look at your life. Many of us are in places now because of what we surrender ourselves to. But there is deliverance, praise the Lord. From Sunday, you can listen to the message. And even today, there is deliverance for somebody. Hallelujah. So part of the things that I wanted us to look at was I wanted to say, how do I help you? How do we help ourselves to come out of some things that we're already involved in? The Bible makes a way. James 5, 16, it says, confess your faults one to another. You know, like online, one of the sisters said, Pastor, I love food. Now, by the time somebody says that, every time she is going to be knowing that, ah, I love food, but I have to love God more. But when you deny what you love, you can't even be delivered from it. Praise the Lord. Yes. Imagine going to see a doctor. You tell the doctor half of the symptoms. You hide the other half of the symptoms. 
You know, they can give you the opposite medication that you require. Because the implication of not having that set of symptoms will be leading them to another complete different diagnosis. It's the same thing when we come to God. So as we are learning this, thank God the Holy Spirit brought us to know that we have to empty to fill. What is occupying the position in your life now that God should occupy? You must take it out. You must acknowledge. You must pull it by the head and throw it away. Bible says evil corruption corrupts what? Good manners. There are some communications or evil communication. There are some things that you must cease from. If you need to take your phone from 4G, 5G to 0G. So the only thing you can do with your phone is text message. You can't even do WhatsApp. For one month to be delivered so that you don't see what you shouldn't see. You're a Nigerian. You live in Africa. You live in uh, uh, one village. And then they're showing you beautiful ladies that your grandfather hasn't seen. Your great-grandfather won't see. You can't control yourself. Take your phone out of 5G, 4G, 3G, 1G, everything. Stay on 0G for some time. When you put it on, see people like your brother and sister. Is someone hearing me? Yes, because it's, it's the space. It's a matter of space. In nature, or scientifically, it says nature abhors what? A vacuum. But when something is there, can anything enter? Uh-huh. So you make room. You must make room. You must uproot so that God can come in. So this season that we're learning to love God, I must make sure, first step is let nothing else, let no rival throne survive. Wake up in the morning, ask yourself, what is exciting me today? And you say, I'm going to have lunch in this beautiful restaurant. And you begin to say to yourself, it's illegal for me to be more excited about that lunch or dinner than I'm excited about praying this morning or praying in the afternoon. Do you understand? You must address it that way. You look at yourself in the mirror and you say, I look good. You rebuke yourself. He said, the glory of the Lord is my beauty. All of this, the flesh, you know, faith and everything. Weak. You must be aggressive. When you begin to do that, what you're doing is that you're presenting your members. Is someone getting me? Let's rise on our feet. Okay, part of the things I wanted us to look at, but we, we've talked that in passing, is that w- what a place to be. That our Lord Jesus Christ said to the woman, the hour is coming and now is when true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. And then he said something. He said, for the Father is seeking such. Hi! Do you know what it means? For omnipotence to be looking for something. Somebody say, here I am. (laughs) We said, the Father is seeking and I can qualify. Imagine if you're here now and you heard that which agency now is looking for personnel. There are some of us that will relocate yesterday, immediately. And the Bible says God the Almighty is seeking, seeking. The one who sees all things is looking. The one who occupies all places is looking. He's seeking for those who worship in spirit and in truth. What does that say to me? Immediately it said to me, this thing is scarce. Praise God. True worshippers are what? Ah, church congregants are plenty. But true worshippers, may the Lord find you as one. In the name of Jesus Christ. Why is that so? Still on what we are learning. Because many are not mindful of him. The love is not genuine. You know, at different stages, I mean, everybody's going to grow. At different stages, you ask somebody, why do you attend this church? He said, my friends attended you think the father is going to be excited about the person's worship? People have left churches because their friends left. So you begin to go to a place and heaven will check. Why are you here? 
They say your friends are here. Will the father who is seeking for true worshippers count you as a worshipper? <laughs> Even close to your house should not be a reason why you go to a church. You should be that here, the deep here calls to my deep. Are you understanding? It's as simple as that. You go to the pharmacy and you're sick and you say, give me the closest medication there. You have running so much, you just reach for medication that is supposed to even empty the bar. You say, why? Because it's the closest one. Will anybody do that? <laughs> Hallelujah. So we're going to pray. First John 2, let's use that and, and just pray. So we round, round this up for tonight. First John 2, 15, 16, and 17. The part that I want us to understand, we know do not love the world. He said, if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father, the two loves cannot be in the same heart. Are we getting it? You are one container and one container. We are individually one container. We can't have the two loves at the same time. So I want you to pray, Lord, deliver me of every love I have for this world and saturate me with love for you. Every love. Holy Spirit, make it personal to me. Show me where I love the world. Take it away from me. That the love of the Father can fuel me. That the love of the Father, if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Two of them are mutually exclusive. They can't remain in the same place. Lord, help me. Help me. That I can look back from today and this season and say indeed the love of the world is not found in me our lord jesus christ said the prince of this world comes and he finds nothing of his nothing of his in me lord any rival throne in me anything in me that is more precious to me than you take it away take it away whatever it is a desire or a possession. Some of us, it might be something we already have. For some of us, it might be something that we are looking to have. For some of us, it might even be a fear. You are afraid of this. How can you be afraid of whatever? When the Bible says, perfect love cast out fear. You have him. What else should you be afraid of? It says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. How can you be afraid? What can you lose? What can you suffer? God is for you. He says he has made us kings and priests. Somebody is afraid of his tomorrow. But he says, I've made you kings and priests unto my God. You are already settled. We are complete in him. Lord, help me that my heart will be consumed by love for you. Let no rival throne. Let nothing else be found in me. Thank you, my Lord. I will love you with all my heart. I will love you with all my strength. I will love you with all my soul. Give me grace, O Lord. I confess it and I believe it. You said if I said to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea. Every contrary love that has existed in my heart, that has inspired me or has intimidated me, tonight I confess and I cast it out in the name of Jesus. And I say I love the Lord. I enjoy the Lord. He's my treasure. Everything concerning the Lord satisfies me. I enjoy to obey you. It is my delight. Thank you, my father. And I pray for you, my brothers and sisters. Lord, you are good. Lord, you are good. As your people begin to find delight in you, oh Lord, grant to them, according to your word, the desires of their heart. Do for them exceedingly, abundantly, above 
all that they could ask or imagine. We give you the praise and glory. For in Jesus Christ's name we pray. You've been listening to a message by Pastor Ike Naokeke of the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Banex Guarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashinkari, Abuja. For telephone 09-290-9000 or 0703-158804. You can find us online at www.thefatherschurchonline.com. God bless you.